Ladies and fuck-ups, yes, I'm projecting. Andy here, day 156 of the Inner Winner Show. This episode is brought to you by The Bathmate, the device that makes your doodle bigger before sex. Pump that bad boy up and you'll be slinging a monster dong. It's honestly a hell of a lot of fun showing it off to girls. Works immediately if you just pump for a few minutes. I'll leave a link in the show notes below that'll give you free shipping, plus I get a small commission, so you're really helping support me. So we're going to talk about Mr. Radical again. I've talked about him in a couple of previous podcasts. He's a moderator on my forums. He's one of my friends. He's a cool guy. And he did a video on his top five flaws. And so once again, I thought I would steal one of his ideas because I'm morally bankrupt, ethically bankrupt, and I don't mind stealing from other people. In all seriousness, though, like there are new or no new original ideas, blah, blah, blah. And I've always felt like it's perfectly fine to take other people's idea as long as you give them 100% credit and expand upon their concepts and their ideas and bring a little of your own, you know, information, ideas, personality to it. I mean, that's literally what free use is. Don't just copy someone's uh, ideas or content or something and then not give them credit and then not improve upon that or expand upon that. So anyway, he did this video on his top five flaws We're going to talk about my top five flaws. I won't talk about what his were because I want you to go and watch his video. So go and do that first before you listen to my podcast. There will be a link in the show notes below to that video of his. And mine are my first one, because I'm super fucking morally bankrupt, I'm going to steal his first idea as well. His first one was I'm lazy. I am too. That's probably my biggest flaw. And he shouted me out in his video, actually, and he said, Andy also admits that he's lazy and the way he gets around that is by bribing himself. So I'll leave a link in my show notes in the show notes below to an article that I wrote called Discipline and Willpower Don't Fucking Matter. And the point of this article was me admitting that I'm the laziest piece of shit that you'll ever meet. A lot of people have this notion that anybody who's been successful at anything or anyone who's, you know, hit some reasonably high points in their life, which I think I have, you know, my sex life being one of them. Um, there's this notion that people like that who've achieved something must be super crazy productive or they must just be, you know, badasses who can get the job done. Fuck no. I'm one of the laziest motherfuckers that you will ever meet, but I just cheat. And the main way I do that is by bribing myself with some sort of reward every single day. So I will say to myself, I get to watch YouTube or I get to have a nice steak. I get to hang out with my girlfriend. I get to go hang out with my friends. I get to go for a walk. I get to just chill and be lazy tonight. Whatever it is, I'll give myself some form of reward that I get to do at the end of the day. I set aside a block of time that I'm going to be productive. So at the moment, I'm working until about 3 p.m. every day, although it's 3.30 p.m. right now and I'm still going. So I'll probably finish at 5 p.m. But it's roughly between 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. every day. And I'm super productive during that time. As soon as that is over, I get to be the most lazy son of a bitch for the entire night. I crush it like crazy from 8 in the morning until 3 p.m. or or 5 p.m., whenever it is I decide to work, and then I just be a lazy sack of shit. So in a way, that's like you've you've taken the points where you would normally be lazy, which I normally am lazy multiple times during the day while I'm working, right? Before, when I was just – like when I didn't do this idea of scheduling a block of time where I'm productive and then a block of time where I'm lazy, before I did that, I'd work for an hour and then I procrastinate for an hour. Then maybe I'd fuck around on YouTube for an hour. Then maybe I get a little bit more work done. It was kind of this back and forwards between, you know, pushing myself to be productive, but then going back to laziness and then hating myself for it and then saying, come on, you sack of shit, go back to being productive. So it was like this back and forth battle. 
Instead, if I set aside a block of time that I'm going to be productive for and give myself permission to be a lazy son of a bitch in the evening, I don't have this back and forth because in the moments where I think like, oh, I really want to procrastinate right now. I don't feel like doing a podcast or I don't feel like writing an article. I'll just say like, no, no, no. Like you only have to be productive until 3 p.m. So you've only got a limited amount of time. You may as well make the most of it right now. It's not forever. It's just for another like, you know, four hours. Come on, crush it. It's so much easier to crush it if you know that you get to relax and be lazy in a couple of hours time. So that works brilliantly for me. Another thing that stops me being lazy is reminding myself of what my long-term goals are and then constantly giving myself motivation and inspiration to go and achieve those goals. So I will sit there and I will fantasize about what it's going to be like when I reach my goal. I'll literally go through everything that will happen. Like, you know, a current goal of mine right now is to add probably five to 10 kilos of muscle. That's going to take a couple of years, but that's a goal of mine. And then I'll start fantasizing about what that will be like. I'll be like, man, like my pictures will look even better on Tinder. I will get laid so much easier with so much less effort. I'll be able to pick girls up with even less effort than I do right now. I'll be able to just, you know, pick them up and fuck them like a rag doll during, during, uh, sex in the bedroom, you know? No one will fuck with me when I'm outside. People will respect me. I'll look better in clothes. You know, people will look up to me. I'll feel like a badass in the gym. I'll look in the mirror and I'll feel like a sexy guy. I'm looking forward to all of these things. And I start fantasizing about all of those things. And that's what gives me motivation in the moments where I want to be lazy. So when I want to be lazy and procrastinate, I'll just fantasize about what the end goal is going to be like. And that in itself makes me go like, yeah, I can't afford to sit here right now and be a lazy piece of shit. I want that goal so goddamn badly. It's like you're getting yourself excited to work on your goal in a moment where you'd rather be a bit lazy. Another thing I do is I remind myself if I just put in a bit of work now, if I suffer for a bit, even though I'd rather be lazy, if I just suffer right now and do some work, I get to have those goals that I really, really, really want. You know, it's like pay the price now and then you get the reward later. Or a better way of phrasing it is like, current Andy will suffer so that future Andy gets to win. It's almost like you're giving a gift to your future self. And that that helps me, that kind of mindset, because it makes me feel like I'm doing this altruistic, nice thing for someone else. It's like, I don't mind sacrificing right now because future Andy gets to be happy. It's like I, I'm donating to charity or something. I'm doing my good deed to future me. And that helps a lot. Another thing that helps is The Slight Edge which is a book that I use to set all of my goals. I'll leave a link in the show notes below to a guide that I wrote on how to get the most out of the book, how to use it, how I set my goals, how I've achieved things. That book is fucking brilliant because that book has the concept of just doing a little tiny bit every single day, you know, taking little baby steps towards your goals. That book absolutely taught me how to be successful. Uh, Radical also talked in his video about setting deadlines so that you have to be productive. That's what I do. I got that from The Slight Edge. The Slight Edge talks about deadlines. Uh, Radical also mentioned accountability. That's why I have a weekly accountability check-in with my girlfriend. I'll leave a link in the show notes below to a podcast I did talking about that. But basically every Sunday, Imogen and I go for a walk. We talk about, you know, what did you do this week? What was the last week like? What are you going to do next week? What are you working on? You know, are you self-sabotaging? Is there more that you can do to go all in and really commit to your goals and focus? You know, we'll just do a check-in and see where we're at and see where we're going. That's brilliant. Another thing you guys can do is go into my forums and post on there to keep yourself accountable, or you can grab a couple of buddies and build your own accountability group on WhatsApp or Telegram, just, you know, some sort of friendship group or use my forums if you don't have that, just where a couple of guys can get together and yell at each other basically and say, come on, don't be lazy. You're being a lazy sack of shit right now. It's like you're just holding each other accountable. 
So my second flaw is that I self-sabotage. Most of the time I do this with sleep. I ruin my sleep all the goddamn time. Uh, It's funny that I wrote that article. One of the first articles I ever wrote was sleep is paramount. And the reason I wrote that article was because I was trying to drill it into my own thick skull to stop sabotaging my sleep. Because when I ruin my sleep, the entire rest of my day is fucked. I can't, I'm nowhere near as productive. Everything is a struggle. And then conversely, when I get enough sleep, between seven, I, I personally like about eight hours of sleep. Some people can do all right with seven. Some people need nine. Eight seems to be roughly the sweet spot for me. If I get that, man, I can bust out like five podcasts a day with no effort and then write three articles on top of that and then have a couple of coaching calls and then do a bunch of other shit and go to the gym and just like everything is perfect. I can stick to my calories without like wanting to eat junk food. I'm not tempted by alcohol or caffeine. Everything is beautiful. The sun's a little brighter. The sky's a little bluer. Everything's magical. If I fuck my sleep up, all of that is a grind. And half the time, I just can't do it, no matter how hard I try. I just can't bust out five podcasts. Or if I do, it takes everything I have, and it's an absolute nightmare. Yet, so, so I know this. Yet, I still often find myself in that moment where you're making the decision between, you know, should I stay up a little longer and watch this stupid YouTube video I don't even care about, or should I go to sleep so that I enjoy tomorrow? I will a lot of the time pick the stupid decision, knowing full well that it's going to fuck me up tomorrow. I've also done that a hell of a lot with alcohol. A million times, I know if I drink, I'm going to go and eat a bunch of junk food that I don't want to eat. I'm also not going to be productive because I'm going to be fucking drunk. So I'm not going to be able to do a podcast. It's going to fuck my sleep up. Alcohol ruins my sleep. That's going to fuck me up tomorrow. I'm not going to go to the gym if I drink or you know, my gym tomorrow, my workout tomorrow will be compromised a little bit because I drank tonight and ruined my sleep. The same thing with caffeine. I'm crazy sensitive to caffeine. It fucks me up like crazy. I crash like hell. It feels good for about half an hour when I get that high. And then I just like, I go way down below rock bottom. It, it's it's honestly horrible. Like I'm just fucking zoned out. I can barely even function when I crash. Like I'm literally just sitting there on the couch staring off into space for like 15 minutes sometimes. Like I crash hard. Like I basically pass out and fall asleep almost. Yet I will find myself often saying like, hmm, maybe I should just have a drink or maybe I should have some caffeine. Fuck it. Even though I know the consequences are, you're going to fuck your productivity and tomorrow you're going to regret this. I do the same with junk food. I probably have... Okay, I would definitely say I have a very addictive personality. I find it very tempting to give in to my sins and my vices and my and my addictions, so to speak. So that's something that I've had to work on. I've cut down on the alcohol. I've cut down on the caffeine. I've tried to fix my sleep. I bought a sleep tracker to literally figure out like how many hours of sleep am I, you know, am I getting? Like I said, complete ban of caffeine and alcohol for the moment because I just find it too tempting to just fuck myself up, even though I know I'm going to regret it tomorrow. It's like I'm I'm too busy being impulsive and living in the moment and I go like, oh, but this will feel so good right now. And it's like, yeah, and then tomorrow it won't feel good. And if you do this too many days in a row, you're not going to be productive. You're not going to get the things you want. You will ultimately be unsatisfied and unhealthy or unhappy. But then in the moment, I'm like, yeah, but like it would feel really good right now. It's like- this constant war between current me wanting to be a fucking child and just get anything he wants immediately, like a fucking millennial, like that meme about millennials always wanting everything they, you know, right this second. That's that's current me. And then future me is going to like be like the boomer who's like, why did you drink that alcohol when you knew you had a workout at seven in the ne- in the morning? Like that was a bit dumb, wasn't it? So it's this battle. It's something I'm working on. I'm definitely getting better over time. I will not say I'm perfect. Nowhere near it. 
My third flaw is that I'm always seeking silver bullets. And what this means, a silver bullet is basically, it's a saying that means you're looking for like a magical fix, something that will just get you immediate results right this second. I'm very impatient and I've always wanted to have immediate success. So I've struggled a lot in the past to be patient and accept, okay, it's going to take me you know, a year to get this goal, or it's going to take me two years to get this goal, especially with certain goals like the gym. When I first started lifting weights, I was like, I want to be big right now. And so I bulked like crazy. I just ate like a shitload of McDonald's. I think at one point I was eating like 5,000 calories a day because I tracked my calories, which is utterly insane, by the way. Anyone who's who knows anything about fitness will be like, bro, why did you eat 5,000 calories? You're just going to get fat. And yeah, I did. I got really fucking fat within about two months. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm too fat. I need to lose all this fat. And so I was looking for another silver bullet. And instead of saying like, okay, I'll lose weight gradually, you know, maybe half a kilo a week, maybe up to a kilo a week if you want to be crazy with it. Instead, I was like, no, I got to lose like two kilos a week. So I basically didn't eat for three months and I would have like 800 calories a day. And guess what? I lost all my strength in the gym. So I did this back and forwards like multiple times, probably be like five or six cycles before I was finally like, I need to stop looking for these silver bullets. And it was actually one of my mates who said, mate, He used the exact phrase of like, you're looking for a silver bullet instead of being patient and doing the actual work. And he said, you're trying to avoid the work. You're literally trying to skip the work and you're trying to just get to the end result. It doesn't work like that. You have to pay your dues. You have to put in the hard work. I see a lot of guys come to my forums and do this with girls. They will say, you know, I'm fat right now. I dress like shit, but tell me what pictures to go out and take so I can start getting laid. And you're like, mate, you need to lose about like 60 pounds right now. You look like shit and you dress awfully. That in itself is going to take you three weeks to fix just the dressing badly. You're going to have to go to the shops and try on a bunch of different clothes. And we're going to have to say yes or no to those clothes. You have to experiment. You're going to have to figure out a style that you like. All of this shit is going to take time. You're then going to take a lot of time to take the pictures. You have no idea how to take pictures. You've never taken pictures before. You literally don't know how to pose. You're going to have to learn how to pose, you know, You're going to have to go through this whole process that might take you, you know, three months before you even get to a point where you're competent with taking pictures, but then you'll still need to keep losing the weight. So it could be like nine months before you get to a point where you're lean and you look pretty good and you can take good pictures. And a lot of the times the guys will be like, fuck, is it really going to take that long? And I say, yeah, I'm sorry, but it does. It does. If, If you're already at a point where you look good, sure, it won't take that long. But I'm saying for the guys that come to the forums where they are fat or obese, and they just want to start getting laid immediately. It's like, nah, fucker, I'm sorry. But like, it's going to take you some time. You know, just like me when I first started going to the gym saying, I want to just be bigger. It's like, I'm sorry, fuckhead, but that's going to take a couple of years. You know, you can make amazing gains in the first year. Sure, of course. But to get to a point where you're really big, that's going to take a couple of years. So learning patience and not seeking these silver bullets has been something that I've worked on for the last couple of years. And to my credit, it is something that I think I'm pretty good at th- at this point in time. I've fully accepted, yep, the gym's going to take a long time. Losing weight takes a long time. Building up my finances and hitting my financial goals is going to take some time. Building up this podcast and my website took me a bit of time. It's like I've had to learn patience because these things did take time. And it's almost like, or it is like they humbled me. My website and building that up humbled me. It took me a couple of years to get to this point where I have a lot of you cunts listening. That took a lot of time. It took a lot of articles. There's something like 150 articles on my, on my website at this point in time. I've written a ridiculous amount of content. I think the last time I checked how many words, it was like 600,000 words or something crazy like that across my entire or 
the the three websites that I own, which is fucking insane. Bearing in mind the average length of a novel is like 50,000 words. So I've written a fuck ton of content. And the point is, it took me a lot of content to get to a point where anyone would listen, right? It took me a long time to get to in the gym to get to a point where I was like, okay, I look okay. And that's all that I'm at right now. I think I look okay. So this shit humbled me. It's made me stop seeking the silver bullets. The funny thing is all that time seeking these quick fixes or these instant results, I actually wasted like several years in the gym. I honestly fucked around and went back and forwards with like bulking and then cutting and then bulking and then cutting. Like I wasted years, literally like two years I wasted. So not seeking these silver bullets has absolutely been like necessary for me because that was a huge flaw of mine. And it's something I'm still working on, but I've definitely made leaps and bounds. So the fourth flaw of mine is that I try too hard to be the lone wolf and my ego stops me from letting other people help me. That's been something that I've made a huge change with in the last year, accepting help from other people, especially with my finances and building up this website and my podcast. I finally have started outsourcing certain tasks. So I made Radical the moderator on my forums because that was just taking so much fucking time. I have someone that I pay to help me with marketing. I have someone that I pay with my uh, nutrition and shit like that. It's been really hard to let go and accept help with these things, but I've had to do it. It's been a huge ego hit because at the start, I wanted to be the person that could just do everything himself and never needed any help. And nobody works like that. Everybody needs help. You need accountability. You need other people to pick you up when you're down. You need people to motivate you. You need their ideas because I'm sorry, but no one is smart enough to have more ideas than the entire collective, right? One person on my forums is never going to be more creative and more intelligent and smarter than the whole collection of people on my forums. And I had such an ego to think that like, I can do all this stuff with ne- without ever needing help. And if there's something I don't know how to do, I'll just go and research it myself. And it's like, why are you doing that? You're just wasting a ridiculous amount of times, a, a ridiculous amount of time. Sometimes, sorry, some things I would spend months researching just to figure out how to do it when I could have just paid someone $50 to tell me in one hour, right? Or I could have outsourced it to someone who would have done it for $200. Instead, I wasted like three months figuring out how to do it myself. My website is the best example of that. I like did so much of the coding myself and the customization. All of that's me for my forums, for my entire website, for this podcast. I did all of that. Instead of just paying someone $1,000 to do all of that myself and sorry, all of that themselves. And then I wouldn't have had to ever think about it. It would have just been handled for me. I wouldn't have had to think, just let go of the money and they can help me. But instead I had this ego where I was like, no, because then that means it's their website. It's not my website. You know, it was this ego of like, I have to control everything because then I get all the credit. So that's been something I've let go of in the last, probably the last six months to a year, definitely in the last six months. And I've been more willing to ask for help when I need it. And that has been absolutely instrumental in my success. And I needed to do that. There's no way that you can keep being a lone wolf forever. And I wasn't even a lone wolf, if I'm honest with myself. The only reason I got laid was because I had friends who supported me and because I had the forums, Good Looking Loser forums and my own forums, places where other people would support me. There's no way in hell I would have got laid without those people. So I was an idiot to say like, you know, I'm a lone wolf because I wasn't one anyway. All right. And my fifth and final flaw is that I'm very non-confrontational. A few of my coaching clients know this about me because I've talked to them about it. It's one of my biggest flaws. It's definitely something that I'm working on. Two books have really helped me. The first one is No More Mr. Nice Guy. And the second one is a book called When I Say No, I Feel Guilty. I'll leave links in the show notes below to those two books. 
I won't say I'm a pushover. I never do anything that other people tell me to do. I, in fact, I fucking rail against someone or I rally against, that's not the right word, is it? Whatever. I fight against someone who's telling me what to do. What I mean when I say non-confrontational is like whenever there is a confrontation or a chance for a confrontation, I just go quiet and I withdraw. I don't do what they say. I don't give in to them. I'm not a doormat. But like I don't overtly say, no, I disagree with that. I'll just shut down and not say anything and then withdraw and then leave. So I've been working on being more assertive in those moments and not backing down and, you know, withdrawing inside myself and becoming quiet. That is one of those things that I'll work on over time. It's something I don't think I'll ever be perfect at. I don't think I'm ever going to be Mr. Fucking Confrontational. I don't necessarily want to be. I don't hate this part of myself, but I think that I'm too far into the non-confrontational side of things. And I'll be clear, I don't hate any of these flaws about myself. I, I've learned to work with them and work around them. And that was kind of the point of Radical's article, as of Radical's YouTube video as well. These flaws you shouldn't look at as flaws as much of, as just like character traits that you want to work around or work with or learn to work with, right? And this might be a useful exercise for you guys. Sit down, figure out what these character traits are that could be negative, that could be flaws, whatever you want to call them, and figure out how you can either work with them, work around them, or improve them. Some of these may always be there to an extent, and that's okay. Like, I'll probably never be an unlazy person. I will probably always be lazy. I'm okay with that. I'll probably never be super confrontational. I'll probably never be a fucking badass who just says like, no, don't fucking, that's wrong, bro. Like I'll never probably be that person. And I'm okay with being a little pussy sometimes. My mission is to get better at those things and over time stand up for myself more, be a little more disciplined, a little less lazy. My mission is not to be perfect and completely erase those character traits. I don't think that's possible. Or if it is possible, I personally don't think that that's a good use of your time to completely eliminate your flaws. Now, some of your flaws, yeah, sure, you want to turn them into strengths, but there are many other flaws that you will look at and you will just say, that's a huge part of my character. And for me to be able to change that, assuming I even want to change that, might take me years. You know, that might take me five years working on it as my absolute number one mission. And then you have to kind of do a cost benefit, like analysis. Is it worth me fixing that character flaw or would I just be wasting five years that I could have spent on 50 other things? Is there a, you know, reasonably quick fix or a way that I can work with my character flaws and then not pour too much energy into fixing them? You know, just work with what I've got, so to speak, work with the cards I've been dealt or the hand I've been dealt and then use all that free time to go and work on other stuff that I actually want to fix. You know, like some of these things like my first one where I said I'm lazy and Radical saying that he's lazy, that sounds like the world's biggest character flaw, right? And that sounds like something where you'd say, holy shit, I want to pour like all the time and energy I have into fixing that. Otherwise, I'll never be successful. Instead, I and he as well, we've just said, all right, we're lazy. Fine. Let's accept the premise that we're always going to be a bit lazy or that right now we're a little bit lazy. Not always because you could fix that. But right now we're a little bit lazy. Is this something we can do? And for me, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to start bribing myself. If I just give myself a reward in the evening, as long as it's always a healthy reward, if I give myself a reward, then I'm just magically not lazy. Cool. Done. I fixed it. I fixed that problem, right? I will always be lazy to an extent, but I can always just bribe myself and get around that. You know, another one like seeking. Okay. Okay. Another one like learning how, trying not to be the lone wolf all the time. There's probably always a part of me that feels like the more I do myself, the more credit I get. So therefore, you know, my ego wants me to do as much as possible. 
instead of me sitting down there and really breaking that down and saying like, does that have to be the case? Like, how can I fix that? I've just said, all right, you need to just force yourself to ask for help from other people. Yeah, it won't feel good in the moment, but you can just work with what you got. Just ask them for help. Some of them will give you help. You have to just accept that help. You'll be more productive anyway. It'll work out. And I've just pushed myself to do that. So rather than getting in there and breaking down, like, why do I want to be the lone wolf? Why can't I ask for help? Why do I have such a big ego that I want to do everything myself? Instead of making it a big deal, I've just said, all right, I'm not going to waste too much time on that. How can I work with what I've got? How can I work around that? And I figured out how to do that. And then that's freed me up, you know, to work on the stuff I want to work on. Now, again, I'll be clear, some of your character flaws you will want to improve. You might want to completely eliminate. Some of the character flaws I used to have, I have completely eliminated, right? I never used to be able to say hello to women. That was a really bad character flaw. I completely fucking dominated that. I can say hello to any woman I want under any circumstances. So I smashed that character flaw. But a lot of your character flaws you will look at and you'll say, I don't know if it's something that I need to fix. I don't know if it would be a worthwhile time investment and energy investment for me to fix this. Is there a quicker way that I can just work with what I got? And a lot of the time, yeah, there's a really quick way that you can work with it, that you can work around it, and you can carry on with your self-improvement. So go check Radical's YouTube channel out. He's got some awesome self-improvement videos. I'll leave a link in the show notes below to his channel. And I don't have an outro. Shit. Fuck. <laughs>